Today is my Jesus birthday, August 8th is my Jesus birthday. Today is the day Jesus moonwalked himself into my life. And I just wanted to talk about it because I think it's so interesting and there's so much like stigma around it. And I know for me, I was afraid to step into this next chapter because of all of the things I have heard, but also I have seen from people who are, you know, born again Christians or people who are just really emphatic about their faith. And it can sometimes be scary. So I wanted to put together this episode on my Jesus birthday and just share some things that I have seen, learned, gone through myself in the last 365 days. So the first time I was introduced, I guess you could say on this day, I was having ADD Sunday, which is where I do a bunch of things <laughs> um, and just let myself stop in the middle and start something new. And I don't really do it anymore, but I used to do it all the time a year ago. I was having ADD Sunday and I went to go vacuum the first step in my house and something was like, ah, 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 sit down, sit down. So I went and grabbed my iPad and I opened up YouTube. When I opened up YouTube, there was this live church and it had just started. I I guess now that I've been through it, like it didn't just start, but he was just getting to introduce the speaker. And I was like, I don't know. I don't really want to click on this, but my heart was like, click on the thumbnail, Megan. And so I was like, okay, if you insist. So I click on it. And there's this woman and she comes out in this red, this red jumpsuit situation, like a pantsuit. She's got a red blazer, red pants. And I was just like, who is this woman? I'm like, she looks a lot like Jasmine Starr. And I work in the tech space and Jasmine Starr actually spoke at one of our conferences at work. So I've seen her in real life. And I was like, oh, that looks a lot like Jasmine Starr. But I was like, wait, Jasmine Starr has a twin. I think I saw her make like a birthday post or something. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that is Jasmine Starr's twin. Little did I know this woman, Bianca Oltoff, would high key change my life. But it was in that moment where I had shed so many tears. She gave this talk about having a seat at the table. And for so long, I felt like I never had a seat at any table. I felt like I was rejected. I just felt so distant and rejected and not welcome in every single thing that I did. And so hearing her speak on having a seat at the table just literally struck me in ways that I never knew I needed. And looking back a year ago, um, right before um, Jesus moonwalked his way into my life, um, I was having these moments where I felt like I was drowning. And it wasn't until recently that I just realized this. It wasn't until recently that I realized that right when I was drowning and right when I needed Jesus the most, he gave me someone who could get through to me. He could have, you know, done a lot of things, but he knew that I would understand and take in and digest the words that Bianca was speaking and that she continues to speak in her books on her podcast, in her sermons, when she travels, when she speaks, on her Instagram posts, everywhere, okay? Like I am her ideal customer to a T. 
And it was just amazing. So I was like, oh, wow. And so I started to slowly watch her sermons. I watched when she traveled because I don't know, I like when they travel. It makes it seem fun. So I watched the ones when she would go to other churches and speak. And then I would watch the ones from TFHOC, which is the church that she pastors with her husband. And I was like, wow, I really, really like this lady. And it was so August to December, she had made a huge impact in my life. I'm pretty sure our Instagram thread is just me sending her pictures of me crying because I was just so deeply impacted by the words she shared. And she was high key, the gateway drug for me to get to Jesus. And when I saw her in real life, I was like, thank you for putting Jesus in a way that I felt welcome to. And it was just, it's something that I can never express my gratitude for because she showed me that there is another way to live life and I don't need to be scared and I don't need to be panicked and I don't need to have full-blown anxiety. Like it was peace on a whole nother level. So in January of 2022, I made a podcast episode about my three most influential women of 2021. It was my therapist. Shout out to my therapist. It was Emily Hayden and it was Bianca Oltoff. And it was just a moment where I was just expressing my gratitude and how this whole thing came about. And not even, well, now, now a year ago, a little over a year ago, I was sitting in my therapist chair saying, I don't know how Jesus can be real. I don't know how one man can do all this stuff, yada, 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 yada. And I wasn't buying it. And it was in the time when I was really, 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 really low. I was still processing my nephew passing away. It was just so much that he showed me, he showed himself through Bianca and it spoke to me in ways that I'll literally never be able to express or even share because it was at such a personal level. Now, I sent her the podcast. She listened to it. She was like, thank you so much. And remember, if peace ever goes away, always go back to the source. And that source is Jesus. And, you know, at this time, it was still very new to me. Like, it's still new to me today, 365 days later. Okay. But then I was like four or five months in and it had changed me, but it was like I was learning how to walk again. I had to start seeing things through a different lens. I was still swearing like a sailor. Okay. And so I had just kept being consistent and, you know, just really still listening to content. And I read her books. She has two books. She's writing a third right now. Um, but I listened to her books. I listened to um, worship music. And I tried to start reading the Bible, but it just wasn't working for some reason because I didn't know how to read the Bible. Um, and I, I think this is something that like people don't teach you how to do just like, you know, like, all right, here's the Bible, read it. (laughs) You're like, what? And I have like a bougie version and it like even makes it in simple terms. And I like still couldn't figure it out. So I was just like on the struggle bus, like help. And then the more I just started slowly diving into it. And when they would go over one in a sermon, I would get my Bible out and I would just get used to it. So I stopped reading my Bible for a while and I went to California and I saw Bianca and I said, hey, like, how do I know what I'm doing? Right? Like, and she was just a light. Okay. I literally looked at her and I was just like, you are a light and you've changed my life. And I hate to be creepy, but like, you've changed my life. And 
it's so crazy because I was able to see so much more of myself when I found Jesus. And she just pulled that out of me even more and challenged me to go deeper in Jesus, which I did. So when I went to California in June, I decided once I got home, I was going to wake up earlier and read the Bible every day, do quiet time. You know, I have a devotional. It's called You Got This. And then I have these cards that I bought off of Amazon that really just break down things. They break down like they have all different verses on them. And I pull one every day and I'm like, oh, well, I guess that's what I need today. Um, And so I just have those little things because at first reading the Bible was hard. And so if you're struggling and you're trying to get back into God and Jesus and faith, like, here's the thing, like, I'm telling you, I didn't even know Jesus was God's son. Like, this is how far away. And I went to Catholic school and I was just like, I'm stupid. I had no idea because I was so plagued by the fact of organized religion and I didn't understand and put priority on relationship with Jesus, which is what this has been. This has been a relationship with Jesus that I have gained that has high key changed my life. And I came home from California and I just started getting still and I just started to be like, okay, like what is the God call upon my life? Like, why am I here? What am I doing? And I was able to get a few answers and I I got some words and I got some insight and you know it's the little things where it's practice and you don't have to be perfect and I wish I knew sooner that I did not have to be perfect I just had to try so if you are trying to step into faith I challenge you to know you do not have to be perfect you just have to try and open up a line of communication now I'm still a faith baby okay I don't know I don't know much but this is just kind of what I've done and what's made me feel like I'm growing um to I've had to remove things that do not align with Jesus. And I, you know, I was doing things that I didn't love and they were nothing bad. They were nothing that normal people don't do, but I just didn't love them. And I knew that they were conflicting. And I'm currently dealing with that right now in my life. I have something else that just doesn't align with me. It doesn't align with my values. And it's literally causing turmoil in my life and in my emotions. And I just need to cut it out because it does not align with Jesus. And these days, if it doesn't give me life and it doesn't value Jesus, like I'm not doing it. And that is how I... I weigh everything in my life. Does it give me life? Does it honor God? Sweet. If it doesn't, does does it not give me life? Does it not honor God? Then it is no longer, it's no longer going to be effective, right? It's no longer going to give me anything positive. And so I've been going through that. And that was shout out to Bianca, by the way. She had me do a life evaluation. And let me tell you, that was the hardest evaluation I've ever done in myself because I had to look at my 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 things that I keep hidden and say, what are the things that I continuously do that I do not love that honestly bring me down in ways that I don't even want to share, right? I had to look at myself and look at those things and really be honest. And for the first time in so long, Jesus has allowed me to be honest. I'm honest with myself. I don't, I don't bend. I don't say, oh, well, sure, I'll do that. I'm just like, I'm so sorry, but that I can't like it's just no longer with me. And I was really hype 
to see the word incense in the Bible because for a very long time, I thought burning incense was against the Bible, but I'm here to tell you, I love this one brand of incense and it smells so good. And unlike a candle, I'm not afraid it's going to burn my whole house down. And I just love it. I'm so funny. I'm like, I smell like $3 incense and $150 perfume. There's like no in between. Okay. Like those are my two cents. And yeah, I just, if it doesn't give me life or honor God, I'm out. Now, I want to just share a tiny story. So when I was 17, I worked for a photographer in Rhode Island and I was interning and I was really weird at 17, but I mean, I was determined. And that's something that I always knew I had to do was I always knew I had to get closer to God. I mean, not closer to God, closer to the sun. So if I wanted to get better, I had to get around people who were doing it, who were better than me. So I worked for this man and he owned a photography place and I used to go there and he was a born again Christian. He used to tell me how he would black out and brown out and he was a total alcoholic. And then his wife and him became born again Christians. And he always made it seem weird. Like, don't get me wrong. Like he loved Jesus, but it made me feel uncomfortable. It made me feel like I was being judged and I was never as good as. And one time, and I think this is really what scarred me, is one time I walked in and there was a Bible study happening in the photography place, like in the front room. And there were all these people and they were just staring at me. And for someone who didn't know what a Bible study was or what was happening or what it means that they love Jesus, I just knew I was a sinful, sinful human. And I thought they were like, ooh, you bad. Like, And I just kept that feeling with me for so long. And it was like literally like two seconds of my life that probably shaped half of my description of what Christianity is and what born again Christians are because it was so impactful to me and I felt so much shame. And this comes down to when you step into faith, you need to find people you align with. Now I align and I will support and I have decided to plant myself into Bianca's church, even though it is like 3000 miles away. Um, Thankfully, I'm able to go there every so often. So at least I get to see it in person sometimes. But I have not found anyone local or anywhere that I feel 100% aligned with. I want to know that if I tell my mom to go, if I tell someone random to go, that if I go, I'm not going to feel like I don't belong there. And I can't say that's been true for any church I've been to in the state of Rhode Island. Um, Every church I've been to here, I feel excluded. I feel less than because I'm a woman. Like it's real weird out there on them streets. Okay. So I decided that I need to plant myself in a church and I am choosing Bianca's and mainly because I know and I've talked with her and I've met with her and I've just seen what they've done for over a year. And not once have I ever gone, oh no, I'm offended. I'm like, that's amazing. All they care about is loving people and accepting people. And that's what I want to be a part of. And I think that when you dive into this whole like Christianity thing, you're met with a lot of adversity. You're met with a lot of societal expectations. And I just said, no, no, I'm not taking any of those expectations because I have a leader who is guiding me through things that I wouldn't know how to navigate. So from Bianca, then I started listening to Christine Kane, who Bianca used to work for Christine Kane. And I 
love her because her and Bianca are like, they have the same vibe. Okay. Like they're not the same human at all, but they, they have the same sense of humor. And I've learned so much. And she has this book I just read called Undaunted. It's about finding what you're put on this earth to do. I highly recommend it. Um, but I input so much Jesus into my ears and into my life so I can learn and grow. And when I cut out all of the gobbledygook that is society, that is bad podcast, that is, you know, music that doesn't serve me. I love the music by Soul Rising. I like, I love Soul Rising and Charlie on a Friday. I, I don't know why they just real life speak to my soul, but that's all rising, maybe because that's rising me up. But other than that, I honestly don't listen to much music. Like there's one song, just kidding, Narcissist, the piano version by Anna Avery is lit, okay? Like go get some help. <laughs> it's so good. Something about songs about narcissists that just really hit my insides different because I just feel like all of the women who have been in narcissistic relationships are seen, okay? So I just honestly have been inputting so much Jesus into my ears and so much into my life that my neighbors probably think I'm crazy. And that's okay because I am a better human now and I am sharing and accomplishing so much more with Jesus by my side than I ever have in my whole life. And I just want to close it off with one last little testimony here. Uh, well, I didn't talk about Texas, but when I was in Texas, I went to church with Emily and there was this lady named Jesus Jackie. And no, her name wasn't Jesus Jackie. Her name was Jackie, but I call her Jesus Jackie. And she put her hands on my head and my racing thoughts were gone. And it was in that moment when I was like, Jesus is real. And also while I was there, I was called out to someone had gotten like this, this cute little download from the Jesus man. And they said it out loud and it was directly from my brain. Um, so that was something. And so it was in that moment in Texas that I was like, wow, Jesus is really real, like really real, like really, really, really real and really personal, like really personal. And then Jesus Jackie did that to my brain. And I was like, well, and then I met with Bianca and she just changed so much of my life. Um, and how I view it. And I'm so excited that when I get to go back there in one month, I'm going to be a different person. I'm going to be a person who, you know, I'm still a, a baby. I'm still a faith baby, but I'm learning and I'm understanding and I'm taking the steps needed and I'm putting in the work to build the relationship with Jesus so I can step into the God call upon my life. I think this podcast, I think my high school girl podcast, It Gets Better Girl, is the God call upon my life. I am here to help women find healing powers with my voice. I want to share my stories. I want to share other stories. I want to bring people on and I want to create a space where words provide healing. And that's something I want to do for real, for real. And I that's what I'm here to do. So yeah, it's been amazing. And I've never been consistent. And I think that this is something that's really, really important is I've never been consistent a day in my life for long periods of time. I would be consistent on social media for like two months or I'd be consistent on social media for like a month or a week. And ever since I started following Jesus since last August, I have not missed a day of storying every single day since for like almost 365 days. I've just been consistent to who I am. I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm becoming better. I'm not afraid to share. Also, that's another thing. 
I was really afraid to share my faith because I was like, what will people think? And you have no idea how many people love Jesus. Okay. So that was honestly my biggest takeaway was I was like, I'm nervous. And then I'm like, you love Jesus too? What? Um, I do highly recommend reading the book, How to Have Your Life Not Suck by Bianca Oltoff. It's on Audible. They sell it on Amazon. And I saw it at Barnes and Noble. What up? Um, go check it out. Read it. It will change your life. It will tell you how to date. It will tell you how to get mentors. It will tell you to have your how to have your life not suck. I reread it like every four months because every time I pull something new out, this time it was chapter three where it was talking about how every man I just allowed to give me crumbs. <laughs> and then I wondered why I was still hungry because I allowed them to give me crumbs. Ain't no one giving me crumbs no more. Okay. Then I went, yeah, ain't no one giving me crumbs. Okay. So there's that. But it's just so amazing what's happened in my life over the last year since today when I first saw Jesus move in my life to now when I am actively, you know, just trying to build a better relationship. And like I said, I ain't perfect. And I'm just trying to figure it out. And I'm just trying to know what that relationship looks like for me and keep building faith and keep building trust and keep being disciplined. And I think that's the part where a lot of people fail is the discipline. Like be disciplined, pray, read your devotional, read your Bible, take that time for Jesus. Like waking up at 536 this morning was not ideal when I was in bed. But once I got up, started doing my Jesus time, took my dog for a walk, I was fine. I don't even remember I woke up at five. So you need to make those conscious decisions to choose Jesus every day. And when you do, your life will change. So this has been 365 days of me choosing Jesus. And I just wanted to share because my life has changed. And maybe if you're interested, or maybe if you're curious, or maybe if you're struggling with the idea of faith, this episode can show you that like, listen, we're just people who out here who love Jesus are all just out here trying. Okay. And if they are people who don't love people, find new people and find a leader who brings you happiness and makes you feel at peace and at ease when you are learning about Jesus. Because if you aren't, then it's not going to work. And there are so many people out there um, who, who you can learn from and who you can, you know, look up to and who you can dive into. So like I said, my favorites are Bianca Oltoff and Christine Kane. Um, the book Undaunted is great. How to Have Your Life Not Suck, Playing with Fire. Bianca's writing her third book and Christine Kane has like 19 books you can choose from. And yeah, that's just kind of been my little journey. Also for my Bible, I have the one, it's like all monochrome and is called She Reads the Truth. And then my devotional is called You Got This. So it works for me. Jesus has saved me in more ways than I can even explain. Like I have had more peace within my soul in the last 365 days than I've ever experienced in my life. And I've been in therapy for 17 years. I love therapy. I will always talk about therapy. I will continue to go to therapy while I love Jesus. But if you're broke and you can't go to therapy, find Jesus for real. Invest in a relationship with Jesus and your life will change. Period. Point blank. I think everyone should go to therapy. I think everyone should have a therapist. But I know financially, sometimes it's not plausible and it's not possible. But you know what is free? Jesus. 
So take your time, follow Jesus and watch your life change. And it's just changed my life in so many ways. I'm already 22, 22 in, and I have so much more to say, but I'm going to stop here. I just wanted to celebrate my Jesus birthday with you and maybe just shed some light into what it's like being a little faith baby, because that's what I am. I'm still a faith baby. Um, And I just can't wait to see where the next year takes me. So thank you so much for listening to this episode today and diving in with me to how Jesus changed my life. If you have any questions, slide into my DMs. I'm more than happy to share that with you. And I'll link all the books and resources below. But thank you so much. I hope you have a magical day. And I hope that you learned something from this episode.